welcome to club shout out episode 355 i hope everybody's doing great i hope you're having a great time and you had a great weekend i just came back from the beach so i didn't swim it's only 17 degrees Celsius here in in in, in lisbon portugal but uh yeah i was a beach with some friends it was cool I hope everybody's in the best spirits like I am. Uh, first of all, don't forget to leave a like, uh, depending on the platform that you are watching on. I was trying to go live on Instagram as well, but of, of course, Instagram had to make it complicated. That um, is some, some stupid Instagram stuff. Anyway, we are live on X, YouTube, and Facebook. So, uh, everybody, uh, I, have an, I have an advice for Facebook regarding Instagram Live. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. If we have a Facebook page where we can stream on, just make it so that whatever is going to the Facebook page is also going to Instagram, but in vertical. And that's it, done. That's it. No need to do extra work. It's the same platform anyway. But hey, listen, whatever. Everybody put the flag of where, you, where you're watching from in the chats so we can see uh, yeah, where you guys are. Um, and uh, this show is brought to you by Shadowware, Gods of Good Fortune. Thanks to our stream royalty for the month of February. Her name is Leah with a donation of 545 dollars uh and of course if you want to become the stream royalty all you have to do is donate more than that on youtube via the super chat feature and all my stuff is everywhere it's a mess on my desk but it is what it is i was listen, i was just trying to understand this instagram stuff I don't understand why they make it so complicated. And listen, something interesting happened today. Um, you know, I post some funny stuff on on uh, I post some funny stuff on 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 Instagram, uh, and um, well, usually you know, no issues. Most of the time, it's stuff that's already on the platform that the platform is actually sending me all the time, and I just you uh, use a feature they have called remixing or sequencing where you just record a video after that with your commentary being very successful etc and i receive a video on on, on uh, i receive a video on on um on whatsapp in one of the group that i follow and i was like whoa that's funny so i posted that video today around 3 p.m i post that video so because I was not using directly Instagram, I just recorded my commentary after I post that video and I put my commentary um, uh, after edit everything in Instagram, upload and listen, you know, it's AI because it's not somebody that checks it. Right. Soon as I posted, like, listen, I was just posting all of a sudden I receive a message from AI on Instagram telling me that my uh, video is against their rule on sexual content and i'm like 
what? Has you listen, was some joke that somebody did and I just put my cover had nothing to do with sexual content. And all of a sudden, I'm locked out of my Instagram the whole day. And uh, so I went to one of my other Instagram accounts and I could see, still see my account. Everything was good. I could not just post anything, see anything, see. And then um, it's only when I got back from the beach uh, then that I went to the, the Instagram on the computer and that's when he told me I got a message telling me that oh, I posted some sexual content and I was like, no, I didn't. And then do you want to appeal? I said, yes, I want. And then uh, they was like, oh, you know, AI discovered that your, your, your content is against sexual violence. So I was like, what are you talking about? So I, I sent them, a, I, I told them you're wrong. You need to review the, the thing. And I was like, I just posted a joke. So it has nothing to do with whatever you're talking about. And then only after that, I had back my access to Instagram and they said that they will review. So probably somebody will will check it to see if uh, and realize that no, there was no problem with it, hopefully. And uh, yeah, only then I will, uh, I will, uh, maybe the, the, the content will come back. Oh, and listen, I had the funniest email. Listen, the funniest email I've ever seen from Instagram. George Michael passed in 2016. So I posted a one minute clip of one of his, his song and I wrote, rest in peace, George Michael. And uh, I think a year or two later, I received a copyright claim on Instagram from Sony or Universal, I don't remember. And they take down my post. And I'm like, huh? So I go and I'm like, yo, it's a tribute to an artist. And they say, we'll get back to you. And then I never heard from them again. And I was like, listen, you cannot even tribute an artist. And this morning, this morning, 4th of February, 2024, I received a message from Instagram telling me, hey, your content is back on the platform. Uh, yeah, you win your appeal. I was like, whoa, took you five years? <laughs> These people make no damn sense. That's all I can tell you. Everybody that's watching, uh, listen, I hope you put your likes. That's the first thing. The second thing, I ask you to put the flag of where you're watching from. And only Matt Zay, the ape royal, put the flag of Austria. Big up Matt Zay. I don't know if it's, that's how you say it, but never been to Austria. Here's another place I should go visit all right all right all right all right all right listen um 
Today, I want to talk to you about um, the music food chain. So, listen, when I talk about things, I don't have notes. I'm just going to freestyle, right? And then as I go, if you have questions, you make sure that uh, you ask them in the chat. So, uh, and by the way, Matze, oh, listen, you want to see a preview of what I'm doing? Wait, 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 before we start with, let me show you a preview. Let me show you a preview of I just started, so look at this. Air dropping soon. So now I have to do the the t-shirts, the, the accessories, the the glasses, the like the everything else. But I'm air dropping this soon, very soon. Just get ready. All right. Now let's talk about the music malcolm beats listen malcolm should we tell tell them that we have an album coming where you produce half of the tracks when there's music watching from mozambique i have a new album coming uh march 1st uh so get ready i'm gonna do an album every six months now i'm i'm having fun a lot of fun so yeah listen get ready for the new album it's called diaspora deluxe and uh it's coming march 1st but uh i'll talk about this soon. i'm also gonna do a listening party for my brand new instrumental album that just came out called little engine bar you can go check it out in the platforms as always let me close some of the things that i have here on my my desktop that are taking a lot of space and taking away my concentration all right so what was i saying the food chain i want to listen there's something I realized about um, what is going on YouTube. Oh, oh, it's not YouTube. Everything is fine. Good, good. You who's watching on Facebook, say yes. Just say yes in the chat if everything is fine for you. Are you fine? Just say yes in the chat. You who's watching on YouTube just say hello in the chat all right let's talk about the music food chain so that people understand listen I don't know if I want to start from the artist or if I want to start from the labels but anyway, Urban Sweet Spot, what up? Listen, I had a question for you, Urban Sweet Spot. Uh, 
uh, what was it? I was on your YouTube channel and I was watching a video about some, uh, it was some lo-fi Afrobeat, something like that. I don't remember. And then I asked myself, does he, she has, because I don't even know if you were a man or a girl. Uh, does he, she has these music that are played on YouTube? Are they on Spotify and the platforms? Compilations? I was asking myself. So, yeah. Hello. All right. Let's talk about the music food chain. And as an artist or as a producer or as a, a creator or as an investor, you can understand then how to make money and not just how to make money but all the places where you make money with your music so listen any question go ahead so without any notes i'm gonna also tell you that how i know all this is because i i am part of every single part um, and I've, I changed hats a lot in the last 30 years. So in the music food chain, you have, I would, I would, I would divide it in two to three, comp, um, categories. The first would be the creation. The creation part and the second part would be maybe the investment and yeah the investment part third part would be the intellectual rights part and then maybe we can finish with the distribution part so that's four parts even if like the first two could go together. Anyway, all right. So to understand the food chain, you have to, um, you have to be able to, to ask yourself, where do you fit in? As a creator, as a, an investor, as a, a mean of production or as a person who protects this and me personally i've been in everything so i know how everything works so first of all you have the creator right so you have in terms of creators you have the writers the composers the producers and you have the singers, the rappers, the, the, the vocalists, right? 
And then you have a bunch of other instrumentalists, right? And for every single one of them, there are uh, tools, rights, and ways to protect the parts you play in one song. Something that people have to understand is that in technical and professional jargon, we call a song a work. So when you write a song with a friend or producer and you put the song in music and, and, and lyrics, this is a work. Now, so the first part of the food chain, in my opinion, is the creators, right? And the creators are the heart of or the blood of the the whole system. If there's no creation, there's nothing to listen to, right? So as a creators, you are divided in two groups. Master Electronic, what up? As a creator, you are divided in two groups. You have the producers and the musicians, and then you have the writers and singers. So let's start with the writers and singers. The writers and singers, well, they write songs and they sing the songs. So the writer and singer can be the same person, like me, for example. I write probably 99.9% .9 of my songs, and uh, but I also write for other people. So if you are a singer, it means that your voice is what is fixated on the instrumental, on the recording. If you are a writer, then you wrote what the singer is singing. Now, your tool as a, as a singer is your voice and your tool as a writer is your pen. Now you have, uh, coexisting with these, you have the composers and the producers. Why the composers and the producers are not the same thing is because, why is this AC not turning on, I'm hot. Um, there you go. Why the composers and the, the, the producers are not the same thing is because there's a difference between producing, which is building, I would say. Uh, if, if you take it in terms of architecture, right? The builders, the people who will put the, the bricks and build the house are not the people most of the time who build the plans, who did the architecture. So the architect would be the composers and uh, the builders are the producers. And a lot of times the producers and the composers is the same person. But there's also a lot of times where you just produce, but you didn't compose, right? So let's say uh, Malcolm Beats. He, Malcolm Beats, for example, he's a producer but he's also a composer because the melodies 
that he produces, he does them himself and he plays his drum himself. But you could have somebody that has the melody in their head and they don't have, they don't know how to produce. So they don't touch the machines. Uh, to give you an example, for example, if you take an artist like uh, uh, Nichols, Nichols, uh, a friend of mine, he produced a lot of songs, but actually he composed a lot of songs. Who produced the song for him was Thierry Dumerg or Ali Angel. And Nichols would be like, now nah, do like this. And the guy would like, and so you compose, you say your idea, and the other one is playing or programming for you. You can also have, for example, uh, Jean-Sébastien Jean Bach or Mozart, Mozart, Mozart or Debussy, the classical uh, writers, they, they're not touching the violins or the piano. They just hear and they, they hear the music in their head and they write it in a partition. And then after that, they go find an orchestra and the orchestra plays the music for them. So they compose, but the, uh, the orchestra plays the music. So when you record those songs, the producer is the person who will organize everything to, so that the, 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 your composition becomes an instrumental that somebody can sing on. So in our world of uh, home studios and, and people that do everything by themselves, usually the producer and the composer are the same person, but it's completely possible that it's not the same person. Let's say uh, uh, Muna's music is in Mozambique and I send them uh, four bars with chords. And I say, listen, those are chords that I did. I need you to finish this. So I'm composing my track. I compose my, 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 my chords and I don't want to produce the song. And I tell them, hey, go and finish. So they take my chords, I send them maybe by MIDI. They take my chords and they play a bass line. They put some guitars, they put some rhythm and then they produce on top of my composition. And maybe because they add some composition, they add some, some things, some notes, they, they turn it into a full song. Maybe we share the composition, right? So they become the producers or we can be co-producers. If I add some stuff, I program some stuff. But if, if I was not a producer and I just, let's say I just know how to play piano and I send them my idea as a demo on piano and they, then they produce the song, they become the producers and I'm the composer. So then, or we can be the co-composers. So there's, it, it, then all these people arrange themselves, they decide how to do it. So that's the creation part of the food chain. If everybody is still following me and are interested, loving the conversation, put some rainbows in the chat. And of course, um, make sure you, you ask any question you have if you do have any question i'm i'm seeing something give me a second as i'm i'm just logging in something quick and then we're going to talk about how all these people protect themselves 
because that's important. All right. Where was I? Where was I? Yeah. Production. Now you have, uh, so once the producers, composers, and the writers and singers find themselves together and they have a great song that they did in their home or uh, wherever they were inspired, they now need to fixate. So back in the days, it used to be on a music studio. So you need to fixate your 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 recordings on a, on a tape. But nowadays, everything is digital. So you fixate it on a digital medium, but it's more or less, it's not the same thing, but you just record, right? Um, so, you need usually a studio to record your music and back in the days you had no choice you had to be in the studio because not a lot of people had studios in their home nowadays everybody has a studio in their house but and that would be a show that i will do about the death of the studio but um back in the days a studio session would cost a thousand euros for I think six hours depending on the studio and then if you really wanted to record like for 24 hours you would have to pay five to six thousand euros for 24 hours it would call it would be called a lockdown or a lockout lockout so maybe you take like the studio for one week and 24 7 you have engineers that are here you stay in the studio you sleep in the studio you bring chicks in the studio like when you eat in the studio it was crazy and it costs so much money that you would need investors so um what about um the the studio before we talk about the price of the studio and investor, right? Uh, what is a music studio? A music studio is a place where you have, you can have instruments, so you can maybe, so maybe you, maybe you have just the idea of what you wanna, what you wanna sing. You don't have a good microphone like mine uh, to record, and you might just have, um, and you might not have. Uh, good synthesizers and instruments to 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 really make your sound professional with somebody who's recording it in a professional way and they know what they're doing a, an engineer which is another part of the food chain what you would do is you would need a studio that has all this so back in paris we had big studios with like everything guitars drums synthesizers all the new synthesizers and then uh big 
big tables when you re you mix and record etc and these um the these these place these places would cost a lot of money so you would need an investor right so uh this the studio is the place where you can create and and finish your your tracks and make them sound professional back in the days and mix them so you need an engineer which is somebody who does that record you and sometimes the mix the recording engineer is also the mix engineer but most of the time the person who records and the person who mix are two different people back when we used to record uh sumia's album for example we had a we had somebody tony rosa who would come and record every song so uh Eligio's album sumia's album abg he would record a track and then you had another guy bruno kenke who would come and he would mix every every song and then after that i replaced both of them by me because i learned to record by myself and i learned to mix i was like bye guys uh save money sushi roll uh, so because studio would cost so much money back in the days uh before the the technology helped us have recording studios you then had to have enough money to be able to pay your studio pay the recording pay the mastering pay all that stuff and uh what we had was record labels they were the only ones that had enough money to so you had independent record labels like sushi raw and then you had uh medium record label and then you had the major labels the big ones so universal sony bmg you chrysalis epic etc etc and um warner all these would have enough money and sometimes they even had their own studios and they would say okay to record your album of uh, i would say to to record your album of 15 songs you're gonna have to do one month in the studio you know if one month in the studio is uh let's say uh we block the studio for five thousand a day or let's say they do a deal with you because we could we take a whole month so, so we do three thousand euros multiplied by uh 31 days so that's 100k more or less 93,000 plus paying the engineer paying this paying that your taxi let's say i'm going to spend 100,000 euros to be able to pay for your studio and invest in you that's the record label would do that they would sign a contract with you when you belong to them for maybe the next 5 to 7 years and your music that you will record because they will pay for it it belongs to them too and maybe you owe them uh free albums so that maybe they invest in you they they invest in your promotion they invest in making you become whoever you're going to become but you have to give them at least three albums because because they're not investing for you so you can go to the next label when you're famous so they want to do at least three albums and they have the option for the next three albums or the next contract uh, you have they they have the right to 
if you don't have a, a, a better um, a better proposal, they have the right to try to give you a, a better proposal when you when it's the end of your contract. So usually uh, these type of deals they used to be five years or seven years uh, plus an option and usually three albums. So they engage that they will invest enough money so that you could do three albums and you, you cannot, after you do your first album and you become famous or if you become famous, you cannot go to another record label. You stuck there for three albums. So that was uh, the deals that we do in exchange, they would invest. And because they are the ones who invest, they're also the one who make most of the money because they are recuperating the money to invest. So most of the time when they spend like a hundred K, they don't tell you, Hey, uh, we're just spending a hundred K. Most of the time they're going to give you an advance. I mean, it depends. Sometimes what they invest in the studio is the advance. Sometimes they say, don't worry, we're investing the money and we'll give you, let's say 50,000 euros. Uh, me, I get, I got less than that. I got at the time it was worth a lot of money because it was in francs, but I got the equivalent today of fifteen thousand euros. But back when it was francs, it was worth way more money. It was probably worth around fifty thousand euros. But it was fifteen thousand euros, uh, and uh, that money was an advance, meaning that. Every time they will make a hundred euros and they're supposed to give you 10%, right? This is your share from the sales. These 10%, before they give it to you, they have to get the, the, the amount of money that they give you as an advance first. So let's say, uh, let's say you take an advance of 10,000 euros before you make any money they have to make 100,000 euros because when they make 100,000 euros they're supposed to give you 10% but if you took an advance of 10,000 then when they make 100,000 they will tell you okay we were supposed to give you 10,000 but because we gave you an advance the 10,000 here are paying back your advance and now if you want to start making money you have to make 100,000 euros and one euro so you can get your first 10 cents so let's say you had an advance of of 10,000 euros if you want to make 10,000 euros from your album you need to sell the equivalent of 200,000 actually because you first you have to repay your advance and then you make money that's so it's like a bank in reality a label is like a big bank with people that back in the days their job was to just scoot the a and r they would have to look for who's the yeah who's the hot artist so they would they would send people to shows and and these people would come and they, they would they would they would see you they would they would come to your show and then they would be like yo listen do you want to sign like this and we would love to invest in you etc etc that's how People found me actually, and or you could send your demos to. So you had we record a demo in a small studio, uh, invest in that, recording in a cassette, 
and then send the cassette to all the record labels and maybe an A&R would listen to it and be like, hmm, this is nice, hey, come to my office this day. So uh, I used to go to the offices all the time. And then actually I got, I got found in South America finally when I was working for Tanya Saval. That's how the, the, the CEO of, of her label came to listen to what I did for her album Secrets, where I, I work on seven or eight tracks. And then uh, that's when uh, he heard some of my song and he was like, yo, I want to sign you. And that's how I got, uh, and that's how the adventure started with Dominique Rousseau and Glob Music that was part of Sony. So, um, yeah, now you, you have the people who need to finance. So that's a part of uh, the ecosystem. Let me look at who's here. What up, Tome? I hope everybody's good. I hope you're good, sorry. Henri uh, qui signe, tu as sorti un album d'instrumental. Oui, c'est un produit fini. So, uh, Giovanna, oi, tout le bien. So, um, right, let's continue. If, if you have any question, don't hesitate about uh, the music industry. And if you are enjoying this conversation, make sure uh, you put some rainbows in the chat. Now, uh, the next part of the, the ecosystem is once you have somebody that invests in your uh, songs and that are... Uh, that are willing to help you create a, a finished product, uh, then you need the promotion part. And uh, the exposition, I said, to, to the public via the radio, the streaming services, the television, and the internet, etc. So normally record labels have people that are part, they have promo teams, or you can also hire external people to promote PR firms or PR people that what they do is, yeah, they send emails or they try to, they call their friends who have work at magazines and they try to have you interviews. They try to have you interview at a TV interview at the radio interview in magazines, et cetera, et cetera. And then, uh, uh, and of course, you, you 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 have to do a music video, which is uh, uh, your song with images, and and for this you need to hire a production company that makes music videos, right? So this is another investment that the record label will do for you. So this is another part of the of the, of the food chain where they will create, uh, they will propose you uh, a scenario or, or of, uh, of your song where, and then it can be you with people dancing or maybe a, a small movie or something. It all depends. Uh, and maybe you have an idea of what you want to do, etc., etc. So you need to have a director, somebody that films, etc. That's a whole other ecosystem, but they're part of the food chain of music. And this is important too. And uh, once you have your music video, after that, 
you are supposed to um, to send it to the TV stations, put it on YouTube as well, uh, so that the most people can view them. And if they like the video, or if Trace TV, MTV, and all the music channels in the world, there's a lot of channel, uh, start playing your song. After that, the people who love the song will go and they will either uh, buy the song or they will uh, either they will buy it or or not or they will stream it who knows so that's a part of the ecosystem and then uh, after that um, you your music playing on TV on radio or on streaming service will generate money and I think there's a lot of things that people don't realize when it comes to that money that is generated is that I'm not talking about remixes but when we talk about original tracks as I was telling you at the beginning of this conversation uh, your 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 tracks or your songs are called work a work and all every work is divided between uh, the publishers. So, so I didn't talk about the publishers, but they were also part of the food chain. So what a publisher is, is somebody that is willing to give you an advance, um, so more money. So you can have an advance for the, from the label and you can also have an advance from the publisher. The publisher and the label could, can be the same. So for me, for example, I was signed to Sony Music, but I was also published by Sony ATV uh, that was that belonged to Michael Jackson. So the the thing is, you could you could also be signed to Universal Music Group and have your publishing with Warner or with Sushi Raw or with classic who like this it can be two different company it can be the same company now uh, what's the difference between the publisher and the, 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 the label the publisher is taking care of the protection of your songs and they are they, they can also give you an advance uh, hoping that when your songs play on the radio they will make money from your place give and recuperate their events of course before uh you start getting money from your publishing now uh you have big publishers so of course sony universal warner etc etc and then you have independent producers like me sushi raw like other people etc etc um, the only difference is the, the publisher don't pay for your uh for your music studio and sometimes you might be signed to a publisher before you have you signed to a record label it all depends now a publisher is not your label but their goal is to maximize the revenue from your intellectual rights so the intellectual rights is as i was telling you in the beginning the composers and the writers those are the intellectual owners of a song so a song is divided like this writer composer or writers composers 
and publishers. So every writer can have their own publisher. So let's say I do an instrumental with Malcolm Beats and uh, uh, Tome and Master Electronic writes the song. Master Electronic writes the chorus. Tome writes the, 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 the verse. Uh, I make the piano melodies. Malcolm Beats make the beats and the bass. And uh, I mix everything. And uh, we call... Uh, Vandame to record the song, for example. So here, the writers are Tome and Master. The composers are me and uh, Malcolm Beats. The publishers can be one person, could be Sushiro, for example. So my part is published by Sushiro because I have a contract with my own company. So 25%, let's say that we, we split the song in four. So it's going to be 25% for me, 25 for Malcolm Beats, 25 for, 25 for Tome, 25 for Master. Now, if I have a publisher, I'm sharing half of my publishing with my publisher. So now my part is 12.5 and Sushiro has 12.5. So that's 25. Let's say Malcolm Beats doesn't have a publisher, or let's say Malcolm Beats is also part of Sushiro Publishing, for example, right? Let's say Malcolm Beats is part of Sushiro Publishing for this song. And uh, so Malcolm Beats take 12.5, Sushiro take 12.5. So now you have 25 for Sushiro, 12 and 12 for me and Malcolm Beats, 12.5. And then let's say Tome is signed uh, on, on publishing to Sony Music. So Sony Music tell 12, takes 12.5, Tome tell, takes 12.5. And Master Electronic is signed to uh, Cobalt Music Publishing. So Cobalt takes 12.5, Master Electronic to take 12.5. The total of everything uh, is 8 times 12.5, which is 100%. So the work is now Whenever it plays on the radio, it plays in a store, it plays in a club, it plays in a concert, it plays in a movie. This is going to generate publishing money. And let's say, and then it's going to be collected by right collecting societies. So right collecting societies are uh, SPA in Portugal, SASEM in France, uh, BMI and ASCAP in the US, SOCAN in Canada, I forgot the name of the one in South Africa. There's one in every country. Uh, and PRS in the UK, etc., etc. Gemma in Spain, I think. I'm not sure. Listen, uh, every every country has one, and they are all collected. They are all connected by the CISAC, which is the Central Worldwide Copyright Society, and then all of them. They, are, they all have writers and composers who are connected, right? And then once, um, once uh, a song is played, let's say, in Paris on energy radio, it generates, let's say, it plays like 10 times in one day in, in, in a big radio station. So let's say the song generates 100 euros. These 100 euros uh, are paid by the radio 
to Sassem. Sassem receive uh, the name of the song that they play plus an ISRC code. So what is ISRC? I'm sorry, I used to say it in French. ISRC code. Uh, this this code is a code for your song. So every every song has one IRSC. Every single song, and every song also has um, ISWC code, which is the the composition code, right? So let's say you play uh, something going on by Keisha, and let's say the writers are Master uh, Keisha. Uh, Malcolm and Tome. So every time this song plays, the radio just say, okay, today we played this song, this song, this song. They send money to Sassem in France. Sassem re receives the money. They look, okay, we have we have a hundred for something going on. And now in their database, they know that the writers for something going on are us four and the publisher are sushi raw cobalt and warner so what they do they divide in all the publishers and writers and composers and everybody receive their money directly in the bank account so if you are like me and malcolm you are not part of sasem but you are part of the portuguese company called spa uh uh, so the SASEM, they send the money to the central database of CZAC. And CZAC says, oh, this IPI, which is a writer number, everybody has one. Oh, this guy, Malcolm Beats and, 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 and Keisha, these people, they are in, in the Portuguese company. So your, your, my 12.5 euros and his 12.5 euros travel from France. They arrive in the SPA and uh, the SPA send us the money and that's how uh, our 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 money arrives in our bank accounts and and usually you are paid every three months so the every quarter they they, they tell you hey listen your song played uh, X amount of time here so let me to give you an example I'm gonna give you an example I'm not gonna show you the documents because I don't know if I have the right to, but I think I have, I think I have uh, the PDF from my last, uh, I don't have them, like, wait, wait, let me, let me check my, let me, let me check my email so I can explain to you. I'm going to read, I'm just going to read some stuff to you because I, I, I don't want to show you, but so what's the Portuguese society? It's uh, SPA. So SPA means uh, Sociedad Portuguesa de Autores. So Portuguese Society of Authors. SACEM means Société des Auteurs et Compositeurs et Editeurs de Musique. So Society of Writers, Composers and Publishers of Music. Um, so, for example, let me see, SPA, there you go. All right. So when I receive my, 
my uh, my SPA. Uh, I also receive a bunch of files like this. I'm not going to open them because I don't know if I can, but I receive a file like this and these files tell me exactly what was played where, etc. So let me read one for you, just for you to understand um, how it looks. Uh, so for example, uh, so uh, what was that? Was that my AC? Oh no, it's my my diffuser. All right. Um, let me see what I can check. Out. So, for example, all right. Uh, here's a distribution of uh, money coming from outside. So it says I got uh, three thousand and four hundred and sixty-nine euros, uh, and then you have the list of all the songs. So, for example, in this one, it tells me that um, uh, I got a track from Les called A Quoi Tu Penses, where the composer is Edouard Moncolo, that's me, and my part of the song is uh, 33%. And I got like one cent from this one. I got a track, an instrumental called Afro Grooves, that played on Trace TV all the time. This one has nine cents. I got a song with Elysio called After Party where I have 50% because I'm the composer. This one made me one euro. Uh, and this one, another track from Les DS made me 1.64, etc., etc. Um, I got a track, for example, uh, with a Cinex beat called Automatic that made one euro. Uh, and then you have like for every track. So some track, of course, will do more. For example, I got my track Bien Plus Fort Que Memo that I wrote and composed by Mark B, Mark G. This one made 83 euros the last three months. So it means that I got 83 euros and Mark G also got 83 euros. My money came to SPA. His money went to ASCAP because he lives in the US. And then... Uh, I got Bounce Baby that I wrote in 1997 that is that, that brought for 50 euros and etc. And then listen, I have so if if I show you just a little bit of it, the list is huge because I have so many songs. I have songs and songs and songs and songs and songs. Oh, what happened? Oh, Facebook is dead. Facebook love to die on us anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to only streaming on YouTube. Everybody else pisses me off. So yeah, so you see, yeah, you got songs and songs and songs and songs. And then, of course, some songs will bring you more than others. So for example, um, you also have the execution rights. So radio rights, TV, for example. So I got a a track on a Portuguese television called RTP Memoria. I can see that uh, there's a, a, a there's a, a television show called So Visto that I have no I have no idea what it is. This brought me some money because uh, a song called Pared that I wrote for uh, Buraca Son System. This song had played on that show. For example. I got a song called Por Mim from uh, Rita Guerra 
that uh, played in a, a, a novella here in Portugal called Quero e Viver. Uh, and he played in episode nine, 295, 296, 297, 298, 300. He plays in every episode. So I'm not sure if it's a, it's a TV show or it's a novella. I'm not sure. And then I can know exactly when he got played on every channel. I receive a... a so I can show you a little bit. So you see, I can see uh, SIC is... RTP is a Portuguese TV. SIC is another tv station tvi is another tv station and this is the name of the show where this song played and you can see that every time it plays i make some money and this is my part so i make i think i have 20 percent of that song because i did all the melodies uh in that song uh and then uh uh in some reality show etc so normally the, the role of your publisher is to make sure that you receive all this money. So you also have, I also have, uh, for example, uh, um, I can also see, for example, uh, here you go. Here, for example, you can see that Blaya, Blaya, uh, she did a show, uh, she did some show somewhere I'm not, uh, and so Comba from Buraca Son Sistema, uh, Nelson Freitas live at Coliseo, uh, and others. I make money from that because every time they do shows, I make money from the songs I did for them. So when an artist do a show, they will give the set list of the, all the songs that they will play in the big show. The SPA, which is the Portuguese Collecting Society, will say, okay, listen, uh, you have uh, 10,000 people here, so you have to pay, uh, I don't know, uh, 20 cents of copyright for every person that's, that's here. So you have 10,000 people, you have to give us 2,000 people so we can authorize you to play music in the arena. So they send that money, and now every song that will be played that night of the show will have... A part of the 2000 so let's say the show they do 10 songs so every song will generate 200 euros so uh, let's say I have one song that I wrote for somebody here and in that song I make 33% I will have 33% of 200 euros that's how it works so for example uh, you can see here that uh, you can see here that uh, for example, um, you have Deeper. This is a song I composed for Nelson Freitas, and he played it live at Coliseo do Recreos. So in this one, I take 75% uh, of the song because I composed the song, I did the beat, but I also rap on the song. So I, I take... As a composer, I take 50% of the song, but as a writer, I take 25% and Nelson Freitas take 25%. So I have 75% of Deeper. So every time Nelson Freitas sings Deeper in a club, in a concert, or he plays on, the, on TV, anywhere, I take 75% of the intellectual rights generated by this song, like you can see here. Uh, you have Blaya, for example. The song Dilemma is a song that I, I did uh, 
uh, co-wrote with her. And so you can see that she, I don't know where she performed it, but I make 25% uh, of the money from this show. Same thing for Comba from Buraka Son Sistema, Querido Samba uh, from Blaya, Sabj the Blaya, Vena Vibe. All these songs are songs that I, I helped compose. Um, you can even see here in Portugal, uh, so I'm, I'm, I don't have like the, the exact uh, here because it's, there's so many pages that you, you have to really take the time to look at, but you can even see what show and where, like what festival and how much money made you. So listen, if you have a song that you, re you do for an artist and this artist does like big festivals with like a hundred thousand people, and if that person does this all the time, your song can generate millions just from writing it. Uh, that's what I had, for example, with uh, On A Changé from Les This song generated more than a million euros. And because I had 25% uh, from me and 25% from, from my publisher, 25 for the writers and 25 for Sony Music Publishing, this million got divided by four and I had 250 uh, and I, I did nothing. I, I just, I, I made the music, but once the music is made, I was just there at home. I was doing my shows, I was doing my thing, but at a point when I received my 250, I was like, yo, I make more money than if I go out of my house 50 weeks in a row and go get paid 1,000 or 2,000 euros to do shows, I made more money from that song. And that's when I was like, yo, there's actually a lot of money when you can protect your music. And so that's very, very important to protect your music. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then the rest of the food chain uh, before I, because it's been an hour, I'm about to finish this show. And, and before I finish the show, if you have any questions, please put them in the chat. Um, before I finish, uh, in the food chain, you also have uh, other parts that have parts that are very important, like management. Uh, so a manager, uh, an agent, a booker, a booking agent. Um, sometimes all this is one person, but it's better when it's different people. But you know, it depends on the size of your market. When you have a small market, you cannot pay all these people because everybody's gonna take a percentage of everything. But normally a manager is somebody who oversees your career, helps you make the decisions, maybe uh, go talk to the label for you. And they like, when the label give you a contract, they will help you read the contract, negotiate for you, etc. They're gonna be the interface between you and the label. So that's a manager. Uh, maybe find you a sponsor, find you maybe other artists to work with, etc. That's the goal of a manager. So me, I had only one manager in my career for 20 years, Guylaine Cléry, she's amazing. Uh, you have a, a booking agent. So my manager was my booking agent as well, but I also have multiple booking agents. So a booking agent is somebody who will find you shows. Shows in a wedding, shows in, in a in a club, shows, in a festival. That's the booking agent. Their goal is to talk to the people who organize shows. And these people 
they will and that person will negotiate right they will negotiate and um negotiate how much you get paid and they they get a percentage of every show you do so uh and then you have a uh in the people that can accompany you if you can also have lawyers of course who can help you read the contract but this is somebody you can pay you have lawyers that are specialized in music business which is better um who else is in the food chain of music i think i made the whole the whole the whole the whole thing uh, i think uh it's important to do a whole a whole a whole episode about management because a lot the problem of a lot of artists is that they don't have good managers they have horrible managers or they don't have managers or or the manager that are their friends and they're not serving their interest uh, i think it's important to choose well the people that will be between you and the people you talk to in terms of uh management um who else i, I know I, I was somebody else uh, and of course the clubs oh listen i forgot two people the clubs and the djs because the ecosystem needs people to play the music in the clubs and they need to play the music in the clubs so the, you need the DJ. You need somebody that, and usually it's the record label or your ma or your management or yourself. You need people to give your music to the DJs. And if the DJ, if the DJ plays your song in the club, the people who go to the club after the club, they go back home and they go stream your songs. So that's very important. Radio, music, clubs, uh, and uh, so the club owners of also are super important because they are the ones who will speak to your booking agent to bring you to the club to go perform the songs live or playback and make money from uh, these performances and generate copyright money from the writers and the composers. Um, another set of rights that people forget a lot before I go to your questions is um, the rights of musicians. Let's say uh, somebody plays saxophone on your song maybe they don't have rights to composition because you made your song already it's finished and they ch they came to add augment it with some saxophone or some guitar but these people also have some rights and it's called in france it's called no, sorry in portugal it's called gda and in france it's called adami and in uh, the us it's called sound exchange uh, I mean, it depends from country to country. And what they do is in a, when there's a song that generates money, there's always a part that is reserved for every person. So let's say you have a chorus, for example, a chorus that just come to do the chorus of your song. That person has to register at GDA in Portugal or Adami in France or Sound Exchange. And they say, hey, in that song, I did the chorus and they will get some money so i know two girls they did a chorus for david Guetta, and uh they made a ton of money like I, I forgot i don't remember what song and they also did a song for bob sinclair i think again i don't remember what song but that was already like 15 years ago but they made a ton of money just from adami that was like 
Oh uh, yeah, uh, you 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 did the chorus or you did the conga on a song or you did some guitars on a song or you played the keyboards on a song. These are rights that you can also register because that money exists. Like every time a song is played somewhere, they, there's money making there's money made from the mechanical, which is sales of songs or streams, publishing, which is intellectual rights, but also, there's also uh recording rights if i can call them or rights for the musicians that are, that played on the song that play the guitars play the keyboards play the drums etc everybody when so when whenever you do a song you actually have to register your song to all these people and the worst thing artists do in my experience is that they tend to forget to 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 record all these, all these, uh, uh, to, to sorry, to register their songs to all these services. Whenever I do an album, what I do is I take I take a Sunday or or a Monday or a week, and I go and I register every song. So. And nowadays, listen, in the world of digital, it's not hard to register songs. You can do everything online. So, you know, you put the MP3s of all your songs, prepare all the lyrics as PDF, and then send everything to SPA, SASM, etc. So you just need to send to one, and then uh, every week they all take all the databases and they they all synchronize every song from everybody. So that's that's the food chain of music. And uh, listen, the money is not in the singing. The money is actually in the publishing and in the, the copyright. If you own a song, every time it plays somewhere, the streams, etc., you make more money than if you're a singer. And that's something I realized years and years and years ago. And so me is different. I'm I'm very different from lots lots of artists because I'm a rapper, singer, producer, composer, writer, publisher, and right owner, copyright owner. And I also in a lot of my songs, I own 100% or 50% of the the GDA as well. Uh, so I get paid by Sound Exchange. I get paid by SPA, SASM. I get paid by Spotify, etc. And uh, so, last thing, last person that is very, very important nowadays in the in the digital world is the distributor. Because back in the days, you had your 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 your, your factory that will build your CDs, and these CD would be sent to the stores. And this has been replaced by digital distributors. So you have DistroKid, you have uh, Believe, you have uh, the Orchard, you have a uh, uh, listen. There's there's a million of them. CD Baby, uh, and these distributions, what they do is uh, you send them your masters, so your songs, your finished song, and they will send it to Spotify, Apple Music, etc. And when the, the, the streaming service play your music or on YouTube when your music is played and they, they, they pay the distribution and the distribution pays you directly. So this is also a big part and you have to you have to choose right wisely your distributor distributor is very important as well. 
So yeah, this is this is like the uh, uh, an overview because we can spend hours talking about every every part. But uh, hopefully, I hope and put me some rainbows in the chat if this help you as a creator or just as somebody who, who who's interested in understanding the whole landscape of and the whole ecosystem of the music food chain. Phew. I should have I should have made some points and notes because just this by <laughs> Alright, let me look at a, a few of your um, Master Mountain of Inspiration, what up cuz? I hope you're doing good. Master Electronic is saying is it possible for the producer to compete against the AI? I suggest you train your own model to test the Llama AI. Uh, yes. Listen, I already test um, the Llama AI. I test AI music production. It's very interesting. It can speed up your production. Uh, for people like me who produce fast already, I can do a whole beat in 30 minutes. So with AI, I can do a song, I mean, an instrumental and, sorry, instrumental and lyrics, actually. With AI, I could do the whole thing in 15 minutes. So it's a great productivity tool for me, but I'm fast already. But yeah, listen, when you don't have an idea and you, 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 you're looking for, for maybe something to start, AI can really do wonders. But for now, they're still working on it. But listen, as you can see with uh, drawings um, and photography, uh, for now, music done by AI, you can I can hear it. That is not natural. But listen, these go so fast that they will create music that really sounds real very fast. So. As always, adapt or perish. Uh, Munas Music is saying in Mozambique, we don't have a copyright society. Hmm, let me check it out. Mozambique Copyright Society. This is not true. You see, this is the real problem of a lot of artists. They don't know. And listen, when I came to Portugal, right? The first time I came to Portugal, I remember talking to... I remember uh, talking to... Uh, what's their name? Um, I remember talking to to a few artists here and telling them, "Hey, what's the Sasem here?" And everybody was telling me, "Oh, it's the it's the um, it's SPA, but they don't it don't it doesn't work. You don't make money." I was like, "What you mean you don't make money?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, <coughs> you don't make money. Uh, they only give money to Tony Carrera." I was like, "Huh? Who's Tony Carrera?" 
oh, he's a big artist here, and yeah, they only give money to big artists. I was like, yeah. Listen, you know what I did? I decided to go to. Um, I decided to go to uh, to the Portuguese company society called SPA, and just register myself. I registered, and I said, okay, I'm going to try for one year. And listen, the money I used to make in France, I make the same money here. So it works. The only difference is if people don't register, the SPA don't know you exist. So in, Port in Mozambique, apparently there's the SOMAS, Association Mozambicana de Autores. Okay. Sobas has a vocation in the defense of rights of authors through a system of collective management. But the problem in, in, in Africa in general, uh, because we have the same one in Congo, is you have companies, but most of them don't really work right because most of the people who do shows, they don't pay. So I'm not sure how this one worked, but I can see here that in Mozambique you have, I mean, in 2017 you have the SOMAS. Let me see what they say about it. Uh, Mozambique Intellectual Property Help Desk. IP country Mozambique. Uh, Let me see. Where do I see SOMAS? Okay. Uh, Mozambique. Collecting Society Database, Mozambique. The collection society in this territory is SOMA, Sociedad Mozambicanas de Autores. Uh, CMO, da, da, they, they collect performance royalties and mechanical royalties at this time. Okay. You can also, I think they also work with the SPA. Uh, but yeah. In Mozambique, you have to check for SOMAS. That's the one who who are the the copyright society in Mozambique. So there you go. Now you know. Oh shoot! I did something that is not smart. And now, I don't know how I'm going to wait. Scenes, scenes, camera effect, program, scenes. There you go. <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, another thing you can do if you're in Mozambique and uh, you're not sure about your own collecting society you can work with spa because i know that spa work hand in hand with the palop system so a lot of angolan artists and mozambican artists that i know for example 
they work with SPA directly because you don't have to be French to be at SACEM like, or, or, or to be at ASCAP. You can be in any collecting society you want. So uh, whenever you come to, to, to Portugal or maybe via email and uh, you can be registered to SPA, the Portuguese one, and once you register, you can just go to the website and submit your songs. It's everything is done online today. So, you know, um, urban sweet spot, which platforms do you get the most streams? Uh, it depends from artist to artist, but if you want to talk about me, uh, I make around 140,000 streams every day and the biggest platform the biggest platforms let me look at my analytics so you can see here all right here you can see uh from my distribution so last month i the month before i had 4 million stream this month it went down a bit i have 3.8 million streams and uh, the biggest platform is uh, spotify 63 percent of my stream come from spotify a lot of people coming from tiktok uh and something going on the second biggest is apple music with 23 percent after that is five percent for deezer amazon amazon is another five percent and then everything else so there's a lot of i think i can see the top stores here so you see spotify one apple music deezer amazon itunes napster v contact that's the russian one because i have a lot of people uh, listening to me in Kazakhstan and these places, then Beatport, uh, Truck Source, uh, Savin, I think this is, um, I think it's Indian, I'm not sure. QQ Music, that's Chinese, and then boom, I have no idea who are all these, these ones, but that's my top 15 streaming uh, platforms. Um... <coughs> On a changé des DS et sur ta propre chaîne YouTube. Pourquoi as-tu fait autre chose que composer de la musique? Euh, alors, I'm going to reply in English for everybody else. I hope you understand English. So he's asking if um, why the music video for les DS is uh, on my YouTube channel. Uh, so I got paid to create this album. But at that time, I was uh, one of the only African artists uh, and even French artists to have a YouTube channel with monetization. So when we did this album, because it was a Zouk album, the, the producer, the owner of uh, the, 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 the label, so uh, Womb label, uh, they asked me to put the video in my channel because my channel had way more viewers at the time and then uh that's why the song is on my channel uh 
uh, it's the same thing for judge first music video close your eyes I mean second music video uh, but his first as a as an adult close your eyes is also on my music channel it was the same thing it was because at the time my, my channel was big and uh, it was the best way to push the song and and, and because uh, and yeah and listen it's it's also sometimes it's a great deal imagine you don't have money so it has nothing to do with this but imagine if you don't have enough money to to pay for your music video you can tell somebody who has a, a big channel or just somebody who makes music video you give me a video for free and you put it on your channel you monetize on your channel you make money from the video on your channel and in exchange i have a video for free this is a good exchange that i don't understand why people don't do this more but yeah Dalia MTV, what up? All right. Well, listen. An hour and a half talking about business. Oof. We're going to go back to our... Listen, we're going to talk more about business this year. I also have... Uh... I want to talk about branding soon. Um... And uh... next next week... I mean, this week... Wednesday... We probably gonna talk about yeah a few things here and there, uh, and we're gonna have a guest soon. I uh, wanted to have a guest today, but I didn't hear from her, so probably we'll do it uh, this maybe this week on or Sunday. But yeah, listen, I think this was a great show. If you have more questions, don't hesitate. You can send me uh, your question on uh, on Instagram or by email, or you can just put them in the in the comments below this video soon as the live is over and uh, i hope you enjoyed the show if you did enjoy and if you did learn something or you have uh, more questions and stuff you can as i said ask your questions in the comment or send me a private message on instagram this show is brought to you by shadowware gods of good fortune thanks to our stream royalty leah and thanks to all our sponsors salah alaikum fati um, I will, I'm um, going to leave you with, I thought, um, I'm going to leave you with a track from my latest album. So listen, we're going to, you're going to, we're going to do, we're going to do a listening party. Um, listen, maybe not Wednesday because I, I have some subjects that I need to clear. But uh, maybe I'll do it Tuesday. And you know what? Maybe I'll do it Tuesday afternoon for me. I'm going to see. Because I might be free Tuesday afternoon. Uh, and in six days, I'm going to Spain. So I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to stream Sunday. Because I'll be in Spain. But uh, listen. Um, yeah. We'll see when we do it. I might, I might just do it uh, during the... Yeah, tomorrow or Tuesday uh, uh, during the afternoon Well, while my daughter is at school. So I'm going to leave you with one track from my brand new album. So listen, this is an instrumental album uh, that uh, just came out Friday. And I'm going to have another instrumental. No, I'm going to have a whole full album coming out uh, next month. 
But for now, let me put the cover art for you to check it out and you can go check it, it all in all the platforms. So it's called Little Indian Bar. There it is. Uh, and I'm going to play you uh, as we enter listening mode. I'm going to play you uh, the first track called Blessed Girl. So you have to know that this instrumental is an instrumental that I did probably in 1999. Blessed Girl and uh, listen, blessings to everybody. Uh, Dahlia MTV, I'm waiting for the show to return so I can be invited. And um, oh, you, or, or I can invite you. Because it's been a long time you haven't been here. Um, anyway, this is Blessed Girl from Little Indian Bar. See you Wednesday. Peace. Mm -hmm.